Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is another Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. Ah, so it is another unbelievably hot day. But not quite as hot as it was on Saturday when I participated in a protest march. And it was um, a lot of, of walking, and it was amazing, and I was so, you know, touched by it and moved by, you know, the things that people were saying and, and, and the energy that was there. Although, rookie move, and I will definitely make a note to myself at the next march, park my car where the march ends and not leave it where the march started, which meant it was like, you know, three hours of walking followed by another two hours getting back to where my car was. Yeah, thank goodness for a shortcut that cut an hour off. But what we're going to be talking about today is that idea of, and I, you know, we didn't um, a talk about empathy and activism and how you manage that. Well, I just wanted to share a little bit about the protest I was at and how I interacted with it as an empath. And it is interesting because it's not a situation where you necessarily have to turn your empathy off and you need to be very aware of how you're gauging it because it is very easy. You know, we would, we started off at a point and then we stopped. There were certain points when we stopped and talked at, you know, different places at churches, at, um, the, you know, a convention center, um, near the city hall. And so, you know, there were places where we stopped walking and people would speak and hearing the stories and especially those of young people and those who, you know, I mean, we're talking teenagers and younger. And it amazed me watching, you know, nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds, who were out there and the determination in their eyes. And in a way, I was excited by it. But in another way, I was saddened because this is their childhood. And that childhood is, you know, it has to have protesting human rights as a part of it. Now, from the perspective of being an empath, when you're in a situation where you got a whole bunch of people and there were a whole bunch of people there and you're right in the heart of it and there's a lot of intense energy going on and that energy is all focused in the same direction. Now, this is different from being in situations where there are crowds where it's like, you know, some people are happy, some people are sad, some people are upset, some people are frightened, some people are feeling really good. But when you're in a situation where everybody has, there's a collective consciousness aspect to it, that's when it's very easy to kind of lose yourself in it. And um, the other example I would have for that would be like going to a, a musical concert and everybody is just, or, or like a political rally where there is almost an agreement as to where the direction of the energy is going, where the emotions are going to be going. So when you're in a situation where you've got a whole bunch of people there and they're focused, 
you know, I mean, because part of it was focusing on the injustice and the outrage and the anger. But then another part was we are empowered. We are going to change this. We are going to, you know, take control of this situation. We are going to push for human rights. So when you have that sort of duality and yet they blended together beautifully. So while in many situations where I would say, you know, well, you might might be a good idea to turn your empathy off or turn it down so you don't lose yourself in the collective consciousness, uh, this situations like this are a very good place to leave it on. Because what happens is when you talk to people and when you interact with people, I went into this being in my place of connection and you know, as a spiritual person, I was in my prayer and I made sure that's where I stayed because I knew that I needed to be centered and grounded and focused on the good that could be done. Focus on that hope for a better world, that this would make a difference. And so that became my focus. That became my prayer. And if you are a person of spirit or who is, you know, inclined to pray, then you want to be able to incorporate that and allow that empathic connection because once you're in your good place, your connection, your empathy can spread that to the people around you, even to the point of where, you know, maybe they don't feel quite so tired. And, you know, when I was talking to people, it was interesting. There were so many different stories as to what brought people there. Why were they there? Now, the interesting part was, now, for the most part, you know what I mean, we're out there and walking in the sun. I actually, you know, got a bit sunburned, just a little bit sunburned. And uh, it's interesting because, you know, what they used to call a farmer's tan, um, I guess there's going to be a mask tan because everybody, you know, everybody had their masks on, but you could see them, you know, the the reddening around it so I guess mask tans will be the thing now but there was a police car that was you know during one of the places as we were approaching one of our stopping points there was a police car there and you could feel like this ripple of is there going to be a problem is there going to be a problem is there going to be a problem and you know I mean the officers or officer or officers never left the car they stayed in it. They um, remained there for a short time as if observing us. And then they drove away. So, you know, that idea of... And, you know, growing up in a generation where it's like, well, if you're ever in trouble, go, you know, go find a police officer and they're, they're there to help you. It was so interesting experiencing, there's a police car, I might get hurt. And then when the officer drove away, you could feel the tension going down. You could feel the relaxation, which is another aspect of this, another sort of way that this manifests is that there is that change in how, you know, especially the police are viewed. Energy is going into a different place than it may have once gone. And so now we're dealing with that. And I could feel it. I could feel that tension rising up. I could feel, you know, because there were a lot of people with children there, you know, young children. 
and you know their passionate little little spirits were there but when the when people started noticing there was a police car parked you know parents were pulling their kids closer to them and it was interesting because you know people were becoming more dense and you know while we're trying to keep us at least a reasonable level of social distancing we definitely were not successful in it totally but it seemed that the instinct to you know band together to to come together and i could feel the intensity of that no we're going to protect we're going to take care of ourselves and then when the officers drove away it was like and you know people started to spread out again and people started to move forward and for my part when i saw it it was you know and i felt the intensity level rising i just sent out a pulse we're going to be all right we're going to be okay we're going to be safe and so, you know, feeling that and at first feeling the resistance and then kind of the acceptance and it started to cool down. And then when the officers left, it was like, you know, completely de-escalated. But it is, you know, a, an interesting phenomena when you can feel what it is that's going on around you on that level. And you can also be able to identify the individual stories, the individual reasons that people were there and their experiences. And, you know, talking with elders who, you know, were heartbroken that this had to be happening again, that they went through this in the 50s and 60s. And they never believed that they would have to be out marching again. And... You know, for those people who are, you know, continuing and, you know, because the, the, the move doesn't end with the march, you know, that there's still a lot to do. They're still utilizing, you know, your vote to be able to bring about the changes that we want to. And, you know, and I encourage everybody, however you vote, get out there because it's important to have our voices heard. And especially as the energy is beginning to escalate because we're heading into the end of the year and we all know what's going to happen at the end of the year. So for empaths, we need to make sure we are ready for that. And please, please, please go back over some of the videos where we talk about grounding. We need to find our grounding points because, you know, I am fairly certain that I can guarantee you things are going to get nuts around November. And what we need to do is we need to hold on to, you know, find that eye of the storm, not just for ourselves, but for everybody around us, because we are going to be able to help keep things calm as long as we can stay calm, as long as we've got our, our empathy, you know, in that place where we can direct it and control it. So, um, if you have not had an opportunity to participate in, you know, I mean, this was a, a peaceful walking prayer protest. And so, you know, I guess we were not viewed as, as dangerous. So if you have a chance to go to a protest or listen to speakers, I strongly recommend you do so because the more people hear these stories, the more people hear about what's going on, the more we realize that 
yes, this is really, really bad. Yes, it's been there all the time. And yes, there's something we can do about it. So we don't have to feel helpless. Do not allow your empathy to lead you into that place of helplessness. You know, we can, we can do this. We're going to have to do it together and it's not going to be pretty. But we can do this. We can make our voices heard. And don't lose yourself in this process of, of the intensity of what's going on. From here on in, it's only going to get more intense. So get on those grounding practices. Contact me if you have special you know questions about being able to ground for what's coming up because you know like I said this coming fall is going to be it's going to be interesting and be ready for it be able to keep your balance point if you want to reach out to me you can follow me on twitter uh, you could also reach me through my uh, facebook page medicine walk with dr eileen my email address is in the description, and you can also leave comments, uh, both on Blog Talk Radio and here. You can leave comments uh, for each broadcast. So, thank you for joining me, and if you like this video and think the other videos are pretty okay too, uh, please press like. And also, if you have not subscribed, now most of the people who watch my videos are subscribed, which is awesome. I really appreciate that. And if you haven't subscribed, then please consider subscribing. That would really help me out and help out the channel, help it to grow. And if you want to support me on a slightly higher level, the link to my Patreon account is in the description. And for as little as $2 a month, you can help support me and, you know, help me grow the channel and help me, you know, get a better camera and, and all of that stuff and really upgrade in a nice way. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Ooh, a little bit of sunburn. <laughs> Love you. And see you tomorrow. Bye.